Welcome again to the Christian Arts and Entertainment Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Newsom. I'm here today with my lovely wife, Deanna, and she's going to join me uh, on a, in a conversation about The Mandalorian. Um, about a month ago, I believe it's about four weeks, four weeks or so, uh, Disney Plus released the second season of The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is a uh, Star Wars television show that is exclusively on Disney Plus. Uh, takes place approximately um, five years after Episode Six, Return of the Jedi, uh, and 25 years prior to um, Episode Seven. So it follows the adventures of uh, um, a bounty hunter, a Mandalorian, not Boba Fett. If you're familiar with the Star Wars universe, it is not him. He is of the same. Um, group the class of soldiers called the Mandalorians um, and he discovers uh, a, a child of the same species as Yoda and everybody calls him Baby Yoda uh, he is probably the cutest MacGuffin that has been produced on TV or, tele, uh, or movies in a long while uh, and so everybody seems to watch wants to watch the show for Baby Yoda so just before we get into the conversation we're going to have, because we're going to have a conversation about Baby Yoda, uh, just uh, mention to mention uh, the family friendliness of this. If you've not uh, watched any of The Mandalorian and want to watch them, and think of, thinking of it as possibly something you can watch with your family, um, know that there is a standard Star Wars violence uh, that you would get with, with your blasters and such. Not any gore. There have been some occasionally uh, gross moments with uh, creatures exploding and in, in flying goo all over the place. Um, I would put it probably on par with, um, with Rogue One as far as... Um, the intensity and violence of it. So if you haven't seen Rogue One, well, uh, just take take Star Wars and and bump it up a couple of notches, and you get Rogue One, and that's about where Mandalorian is going to fall. So, Episode Two, actually, it's it's Episode Eleven, I think. Um, it's the second episode of Season Two, and they're numbering them. the The numbering has continued since Season One. So it's the second episode of season two. Um, finds baby Yoda in some controversy. So the Mandalorian has agreed to um, ferry a frog lady, uh, a species that is very frog-like, uh, to another planet. Uh, and she has a, a container, a clear container full of water of unfertilized eggs. And she tells... The Mandalorian that if she can't get these eggs to her husband who is on the other planet waiting for her in time for them to be fertilized then her family line will end and it's kind of unclear whether or not we're talking about just the line of her her specific family or if we're talking about the the entire species if this entire species line of, uh, or not uh, is this the end of her species or just the end of her family line? She can't get these eggs fertilized. So the controversy is this, that throughout the episode, um, Baby Yoda has is seen eating a few of these eggs. 
Uh, now I'm not. This is not any spoilers, really. This is all played for comedy, so this really doesn't have anything to do with the plot. Uh, so maybe you'll just seen eating some of these eggs, um, and it's really caused a whole lot of controversy. There's the whole cancel culture that is saying that uh, Yoda, ha- baby Yoda, has has essentially violated this this frog lady's rights uh, to to reproduce or something. I'm not entirely sure what what it is. It's just like they 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 have he has crossed the line by eating these eggs, which are her last chance to further her family line or possibly even save her species. So that's where we are. So, what are your thoughts on it? it? It's ridiculous. No, in in the episode, it made it very it made it clear that it was her family line. So it's not the entire species. Um, it's just you know, it's hard to have words for it because it's fiction, and I just I. I, I have I have no words. I mean, I can't I can't put into words the ridiculousness of people being so upset as as upset as I've seen some of the posts and things. Why 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 are you so upset over this work of fiction? So, Parker J. Cole uh, wrote an article for Speculative Fiction uh, dot dot net. I believe it is. I'll I'll post a link. Uh, to her article in the description, saying that comparing this, what what people have said to this, to abortion. So basically, she is making the connection. How can people uh, be so upset over a Muppet right. eating unfertilized eggs of a fictional character in a fictional universe, yes. played for laughs, and not be upset over the the killing of thousands of unborn, fertilized children happening in real life. Right. So, how did we get there as a culture? <laughs> uh, hmm. I it, I don't know it. And just, you know, I'm not that old. And to watch the progression of this this kind of mentality in in our society and in our culture has it's it's really disturbing to me. Well there's there's this pseudo morality. Uh, this is postmodern pseudo morality that has happened. So you see the progression. So postmodernism is is I get to decide what is right and what is true for myself. Right. And so um, we see a progression over the past uh, 40 or so years where, where it has gone taken from that. And then you see uh, uh, people are wanting wanting their truths to be respected. Right. And then it changed, it progressed into the, they want their truths to be accepted. And then it progressed to truths need to be uh, individual truths should be celebrated, and now we're seeing uh, it change again to where people are saying individual a person's truths should be defended. 
Even if they're untrue? <laughs> Even if they're true, and, and that's 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 the point. That's the point. It's not about what is objectively true. It's about what's true for an individual. And so there's there's this whole culture of pseudo morality that says if it's true for you, then I have an obligation. I have a duty to defend your truth. Which is how we get into a situation where people are are um, attacking Baby Yoda. Because this this lady's frog lady's truth was this was her only chance for her family to survive, but they can still defend a woman's right to choose because that's their truth. It's the tr- their truth to choose whether or not to have have the child. So they are defending the truth, even if it is there is no objective standard to truth. That makes my head hurt. But. <sighs> It's sad, though, because, I mean, that is just the basis is that, you know, we no longer have black and white truth. And fact is fact is fact. There's, I mean, it's just, I I, I guess I don't know. And maybe I'm not, I I don't know lots of things. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty smart and I'm pretty decently educated, but it just... My brain cannot wrap around how somebody can just declare truth. I'm like, okay, well, my cup is this. This is not purple. This is aquamarine, and this is my truth. It's not. That doesn't make it true. It's purple. I don't. And and in today's cancel culture, if anybody were to disagree with you, I could cancel them. You're not agreeing (laughs) with her truth. Oh, don't oh. care if you have anything to back it up if you're not in the green that she's calling an aquamarine. If that you want that to be aquamarine, it can be aquamarine to you, and nobody can tell you otherwise. It just it makes me sad. It, <laughs> I mean, it it really does because with this, as far as entertainment is concerned, with this whatever you want to call this happening in culture. We've lost the ability to have comedy. We've lost the ability to create good fiction at the risk of offending people. And I mean, there's a difference in things that are truly offensive and things like this fictional, I mean, this is, there's no harm here. Uh, it's, it's. I don't know. Some people would say it's a fine line, but I. It, there, it, there's a huge difference. I saw somebody, um, somebody bring up that that there was a comparison made to what Baby Yoda does to eating chicken eggs, unfertilized okay. chicken eggs, and um, well. and that same thing that I saw. Also, also said that it made it worse. That the cancel culture went even more crazy because, because somebody they, compared it to eating chicken eggs. Because it was compared to eating chicken chicken eggs. Well, uh, how many people eat chicken eggs every day for breakfast, lunch, dinner? <laughs> I mean, it's it's the food that we're given. You know, we're provided. But we this kind of thing, um, it is going to collapse on itself. Eventually, they're going to start eating each other. 
I'm no, sorry. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm sorry. All of these visions of the time machine are in my brain now, and I'm just like, okay, that well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, eventually, it's going to, I mean, Jesus said something about this. You know, house divided against itself can't stand. And, and eventually, it's going to start attacking itself. We're already seeing some of this. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of this or not. But there is some uh, far left, almost to the extreme far left groups. Falling off the edge of the flat world. Right. Almost. And, 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 and they're associated with, now I'm not going to say they're part of the, the Black Lives Matter movement, but they're associating themselves with it. Okay. Okay. And they are arming themselves in a lot uh, uh, that reminds us in a lot of ways of, of the Black Panther movement of the 60s. Right. So they're becoming very militaristic and they're arming themselves. And they're, they are self-associating with the Black Lives, um, Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. So this is on the far left. And these are the same, in the same area of people who want to restrict gun control. So we're already seeing factions within the same, same cultural movement. One that wants to arm itself and one that wants to take guns away from each other. And, and we're beginning to see some friction there. Yeah. And they're going to eventually start eating each other. I, I think Baby Yoda has sort of brought to the forefront some of the ridiculousness yeah but what do you do uh, I mean, that's what? a good question i mean what do you do but i mean if you anyone who studies history would anyone who studies history in its truth would know that truthfully we have these cycles and cultures and things where you know it it just it happens and it never ends well I mean, you always are going to have to go through a crisis in in your in culture before things get better. And I mean, I, if you study history, you see those things. I mean, you can see it from the beginnings of recorded history, how it happens. And I don't know that anybody ever really realizes it or thinks about it until you get to that point where you're on the verge of the crisis. And you know, it's 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 scary and. Um, I mean, the and and the only help, you know, the only help and the only hope is Jesus and truth. And this is this is the way. I mean, <laughs> the 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 truths of Scripture and the truths of God are the only beacon that we have to help keep us sane in all of this. That's where we get our objective morality. And if you have a standard of morality from which to measure everything else then this doesn't this is not an issue yeah so what do we how do we teach our children when they when they when they they're getting these mixed signals over baby yoda they love baby yoda and then you know they're hearing and seeing especially if your kids are on social media and twitter they're i'm sure they've seen all about canceling baby yoda how, how do we what do we what would you suggest about teaching well our kids through this I mean, you have to talk to them. You have to have those open lines of communication. You have to be willing to answer their questions truthfully and scripturally um, and make sure that they understand, you know, where 
where we find truth, not objective truth, not my truth, not your truth, not not the dog's truth. Not the dog's truth. I was, I was looking for the dog. Um, I mean, it's this is truth, and this is the way you know it was created to be, and to help them understand that. At the same time, as we are teaching them those this truth, helping them to know that it we can disagree with people who don't believe believe the truth as it's given to us, um, but we still love the people. And I think that's one of the things that you know all this this cancel culture and everything. It's all just kind of stemming out of the fact that we no longer know how to disagree without it being declared hate. We no longer know how to disagree without, you know, blocking people out of our lives. It's just, you know, we don't know how to discuss healthy, um, in healthy ways, and agree to disagree. There's a serious lack of critical thinking. Yeah. People don't know how to think through things logically. Which is, I mean, which is what, what Parker Cole was bringing up, you know. You've got on the one hand, people... The people saying Baby Yoda's wrong for eating unfertilized eggs, and then on the other hand, saying it's wrong to to end abortion. If you if you just take a moment, I mean, if you really just take five minutes and apply some logical, critical thinking between the two situations, you've got a real moral contradiction going on. And and it, it, it can't stand. You've got to have an objective morality from which to 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 approach things. If you're gonna be mad about your baby Yoda, you've got to be mad about abortion. Right. And I mean, you know, not only that, going a little more, you know, maybe ridiculous here, but you know, according to their logic and their reasoning, we should all be vegan completely because, you know, I mean, don't eat the chicken eggs. No, because the chickens, you know, they have rights too. Right. <laughs> and all oh, that hamburger over there. No, you shouldn't have done that. That was just not a nice thing to do. <laughs> Nothing against people who are vegetarian and vegan. I'm just that's just the point I'm trying to make. It's you know, it's 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 not a point of morality. Right. It's a point of preference. And that's where some of the confusion, I guess, comes in nowadays is that people are um, confusing preference with morality. Mm. You might prefer something, but that doesn't make it may, mean it's a moral obligation for somebody else. Yeah, right. But there are moral obligations on all human beings. They're not preferences. Right. So, so they've, they've confused the two. They, they're calling what would, should be moral a preference and what should be a preference preference morality, <laughs> and and there's just how do we get back to a an education of logic and morality? This I mean this whole baby Yoda thing just comes right back to to the fact that there there was no there's no logic being applied, and there is questionable morality being applied at the same time. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna talk to your kids about it. You gotta talk to them about morality. You gotta talk about to them about objective truths. Um, talk about the standards that 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 God puts forth in the Bible. 
Um, but you can also talk about forgiveness, right? Right. Because isn't that what the whole cancel culture is about? One strike, you're out. Right. That's not how it works. I mean, you know, no chance to adjust or change course if you don't conform to our standard or our perception of morality, then you can no longer participate or play in our games. We won't play with you if you don't play by our rules, basically. Yeah. And so there's no second chances. There's no no correction. And and to to be fair, in the third episode, the one following Yoda eating baby Yoda eating the eggs. Don't give any spoilers away. Look. It's not a spoiler. Okay. But if it, if you think is if you worry about a spoiler, then just mute the thing for about thirty seconds. But in the following episode, we see Baby Yoda playing with one of the hatched, fertilized babies. Right. And the expression on the Muppet's face. Okay, so I I, I said that the expression on the Muppet's <laughs> face. <laughs> Is very joyful, very happy. It's it's he has learned a lesson. Right. He's learned yeah. a lesson. And he spends the rest of the episode looking for food because he doesn't want to eat any more eggs. Right. Okay. So maybe 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 John Favreau, the director, uh, and and primary writer for a lot of this, John Favreau, if you don't really know who that is, the the guy behind the Mandalorian, the guy who People are claiming is saving Star Wars. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, if you're not sure who that is, if you've ever seen the, the Iron Man movies, he plays Tony Stark's uh, chauffeur, Happy. He's uh, responsible for the Jungle Book live action movie, the uh, Lion King, quote unquote, live action movie. <laughs> not a lot of live action. <laughs> um, so, and and now he's been given the Mandalorian. He's he's in charge of that. If he had had Baby Yoda learn that lesson at the end of the second episode, it might not have been as big of an uproar. But um, instead, at the very end of the second episode, Baby Yoda pulls another egg out of his pocket and eats it. Right. And then we roll credits. Right. <laughs> I snuck one. So, um, anyway, we just wanted to talk about that, talk about uh, Mandalorian and the controversy around what Baby Yoda did. Yeah. Just bring some further attention to this the dangers of cancel culture because it's a dangerous road. No, you really... can't cancel people. That's no, that's that's my thing. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna say, oh, you disagree with me, uh, and and this is this is your your preference or your morality uh, and it doesn't agree with mine I'm just going to cancel you it's like a, you're not, you're not a cyberman you can't delete them right you can't <laughs> delete them you're not a cyberman or if if you've done something wrong against me mm-hmm. then I'm going to cancel you or block you or ban you from whatever platform right and it's it's a difference there are true things that that necessitate you know removing people you know 
for for a while distancing your people. I mean, sometimes there's dangerous things there. But as far as a difference of opinion, which is what most of the cancel culture stuff is, it's just all over differences of opinion. I don't agree with you, therefore. Um, but that, that can't be. And what cancel culture wants you to do is conform. All right? So there's no restoration. And what the Bible teaches is a restoration process. If, if, if a brother or sister in Christ sins against you, then yes, there are consequences, but there's also a process of restoration. There's a process of forgiveness. There's a process to bring them back into the fold, so to speak, and, and restore them back to where they were. But what cancel culture wants is for, for people to conform rather than to be restored. So if somebody messes up, they say, oh, uh, I'm not going to, there's going to be consequences, sure, uh, personally between the two people, um, but there's no process of restoration. The, the only way you can be restored is if you, were, if you completely conform to the other person's point of view. So with Baby Yoda and with the Mandalorian, the only way some people are going to forgive John Favreau for what Baby Yoda did is if he edits it out and takes it out of that episode and re-releases a new version. He would have to conform. Yes, but that's ridiculous because it, it's... It, it's just ridiculous. But that's, that's, what, that's what we're doing. So anyway, parents, know that this is what your kids are, are having to deal with. Cancel culture is, is rampant uh, through social media. It's everywhere, um, even even if you don't even realize, if they're not using that terminology, your kids are having to deal with, even our children as homeschoolers are having to deal with the ramifications of cancel culture in their own lives. So this is it. Be aware of it. Be aware that their cancel culture does not have an objective standard of morality. There's no... There's no uh, logical process going on there. And uh, guide your children to what the Bible has to say. God, teach, your, teach your kids about uh, restoration and forgiveness. Uh, and, and teach your kids about uh, looking, looking to God and looking to the Bible for objective morality. And, and teach your kids how to have a good sense of humor when it comes to their, when it comes to their entertainment. I mean, when we were growing up, we watched Alf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Alf wanted to eat the cat. Lucky the cat. I mean, and there was one episode where he put the cat in the microwave mm-hmm. and was going to microwave the cat. And what did we do? We laughed. Right. We laughed and we laughed and we laughed. Um, <laughs> today, <laughs> Alf would be canceled. <laughs> that would have never happened today. Uh, we're robbing ourselves of so much just good nature humor. Look, look. The world is hard. Life is hard. 2020 has been hard. If we can't laugh at hard things when they're presented to us in a ridiculous manner, just to sort of create some kind of levity in our own minds to, to, to help us approach difficult situations with the attitude that maybe maybe it's not quite as bad as it could be. Maybe it's not quite that bad. 
if we can't laugh at certain things, then we're, I mean, it's probably part of the reason we're having such a mental health crisis right now. People have forgotten how to have good humor in dark places. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so so learn how to, to take what could otherwise be a dark situation and, and find, find humor, and especially in, in fictional situations. It's What's the fiction. humor? It's, it's fiction. fiction. Have fun with it. Uh, it might bring a little light and a little levity to some of the dark places that you might be experiencing in your life. So uh, help guide your children to this uh, and uh, teach them objective morality. Thank you so much for watching and listening, whether you're on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Um, and we will see you next time. This has been the Christian Arts and Entertainment Podcast with author, musician, and worship pastor, Kevin Newsom. Thank you for joining us today, for your comments, and for subscribing. See you next time.